0: Hello, I'm Becky Hall from Holston Conference. I am the executive director at Christ United Methodist Church in Chattanooga. I have the privilege of being in my first year as conference lay leader. This is the first time that I've read the Bible through in this manner. As we started this journey together, it seemed random and I had some trouble seeing how the passages were in perspective. I mean i've read the bible before several times but either straight through or chronologically or with a bible study but i'll be the first to admit i am not a theologian and frankly history was my toughest course in college but i've settled into a rhythm of the readings that works for me so that is how i'm going to proceed with this week's scriptures on each day I see what area of the Bible the book is in, such as law, history, poetry, gospels, and so on. Then, I try to think of one word or phrase that describes that book. I then read the passage, and I try to come up with kind of a chapter summary. Then, I personalize what it means to me and how i can live and use this scripture in my own personal faith journey that's what i'm going to do for this podcast but i'm going to focus again on psalms 27:29 at the end on sunday we have matthew 26 through 28 of course matthew is a gospel written sometime amid the 50 to 60 ad time period The main theme is the kingdom of God and a brief history of the life of Christ. Matthew 26 covers a woman pouring ointment on Jesus, the well-told story of the Last Supper, Jesus' agony in Gethsemane, betrayed by Judas, and then denied by Peter. Matthew 27 tells of Judas hanging himself, Barabbas being released. Jesus questioned by Pilate. Jesus was abused and tortured. He was crucified on the cross and died and laid in the tomb. That was a sad, dark time. Matthew 28 relates the resurrection story. The two Marys encounter with an angel Jesus meets Mary and Mary, and they recognize him. The Jewish leaders bribe the guards, and the Great Commission is told. That is so much of our exciting story as Christians. Next is Genesis 36 through 39. Genesis, being the first book of the Bible, is a book of law and was recorded around 1430 BC. It is the story of the beginning of creation and describes the beginning of the generations of God's people. Genesis 36 tells of Esau's marriages, his children, mass amounts of cattle, and on and on with the names of the descendants. Genesis 37 mentions Jacob living in Canaan, Joseph having dreams. Joseph being hated by his brothers, he is sold to the Ishmaelites and taken to Egypt. Genesis 38 discusses some of the life of Judah. He has a son, Ur, who married Tamar. Ur dies, so Tamar has twins with Judah. Quite the drama. Genesis 39, Joseph is taken to Egypt and was bought by Potiphar, who made him an overseer of his household. Joseph rejected Potiphar's wife's advances, who then lied. Joseph was jailed, but you know, he prospered even in the jail while he was there. Then comes the book of Ruth. It's in the history section of the Old Testament. Doesn't everyone enjoy a love story with a happy ending? It could go with Hallmark. One word for the book of Ruth is redemption. It is the story of the ancestors of the royal family of Judah. The time frame of this book is 1050 to 1000 BC, probably written by Samuel. Chapter 1 tells of Elimelech naomi and then their two sons moving to moab they did that for a better livelihood and a better supply of food the sons married moabites ruth and orpah elimelech and the sons both die ruth pledges and follows her mother-in-law naomi back to bethlehem so chapter two has ruth gleaning barley from Boaz's field. Boaz is related to Naomi, and so he shows much kindness to Ruth. Chapter 3, Ruth goes to Boaz at night and lays at his feet. He shows her favor, and then she returns back home. Chapter 4 describes how Naomi's kinsman did not want to redeem the land, so Boaz does. He then marries Ruth, and Ruth gives birth to Obed, the grandfather of King David. The next day is Psalms 27 through 29. It is in the poetry section of the Bible. Written during a long time span, the book of Psalms, probably from 1400 to 450 BC. I would like to call it a book of praise. But it has a wide range of struggles and emotions covered. It's a collection of poems to be used for worship, very many of them written by David. Psalm 27 says, The Lord is my light and salvation. Psalm 28 cries out to the Lord to repay the wicked with bad works unto themselves. Psalm 29 tells of the Lord's power and might over the waters, wilderness, and calls him king. More about that in just a bit. Job is the first book of the poetry section of the Bible. The author is unknown as well as the time, but probably sometime during the time of Abraham, maybe around 1900 BC. The phrase I would use to describe this book is blessings Through suffering. It describes the story of the trials and patience of a holy man of Edom. In chapter 19, Job is bewildered because his friends are blaming him for all the things that are happening to him. But Job stands fast and he says his Redeemer lives. In chapter 20, his friend says, The triumph of the wicked is short. What a dilemma Job is in and goes through. Isaiah is in the major prophets section. It was written somewhere between 700 and 680 BC with his prophecies coming true 700 BC to 25 AD. My phrase would be prophecy of salvation or prophecies about Christ and his kingdom. In Isaiah 51-55, through 55, Isaiah foretells of Jesus' death as a sacrifice for us. He predicts Jesus will be despised, rejected, and pierced for our transgressions. Offspring will inherit the nations. In 55, it says, Come all who are thirsty and I will make an everlasting covenant. The last reading is Corinthians 3 and 4, First Corinthians. First Corinthians was written by Paul in approximately 55 AD. My phrase for First Corinthians would be Christian conduct, or correcting mistakes that the early followers had fallen into. In 1 Corinthians 3, Paul discusses immature Christians who are jealous, not united. Imagine that. Believers, though, are God's field, and we should work together as God's temple. Chapter 4 talks about Christians being faithful and not to pass judgment. Whew, do we struggle with that sometimes? Not being proud. It says that the work of the followers is difficult, but the reward is great. In all these readings, there is failure, frustration, pleading, hope, and redemption. Don't we all go through so many of these phases ourselves? Let's go back to the Psalms 27 through 29. Psalm 27 is so encouraging. The Lord is my light. Whom shall I fear? He asks that he may dwell in the house of the Lord. He pleads for God to hear his word and hear his voice and be merciful. In 28, David says, the Lord is his rock. He gives praise for God's mercy. And in 29, it talks about how powerful the Lord's voice is, how majestic his voice is. Let's not lose sight of that. There is an old contemporary song by Don Moen, God Will Make a Way. Here are some of the lyrics which I think these fit into so well God will make a way where there seems to be no way. He works in ways we cannot see. He will make a way for me, He will be my guide. Hold me closely to his side. With love and strength for each new day, he will make a way. He will make a way. Praise God and have a great week.